Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, sports fans, and welcome back to the Bill Press Pod, this very special edition of the Bill Press Pod. Following up on the second night of the first presidential debate with the second group of 10 candidates, uh, I watched the debate, like all of you, and I'm here now with uh, our producer of the Bill Press Pod, Jay Feldman, to take a, a quick look at it and uh, give you my impressions. Jay, let's go. So, Bill, overall, what did you think about the Thursday night debate? Well, first of all, it was a lot more lively than the first night. Which you uh, predicted. Which I predicted, uh, given that there were heavy, heavier hitters uh, uh, tonight, on Thursday night than there were Wednesday night. But overall, first of all, I just want to say I was really proud of the fact that as a Democrat, that these 20 people up on stage, I mean, they were good people with good ideas, uh, no embarrassment, no major gaffes. I thought um, every one of them did well, and I would take any one of them over Donald Trump. <laughs> just, just Would that stuck. include Marion Williamson? That would even include Marianne Williamson, okay. yes. Uh, who might have been running for a different office, but, you know, she's a smart woman and uh, she's got some good ideas. So um, overall, I got to say, I thought it was, and I, I think the DNC did a good job. The rules they set down for the debate, the choices that they made, and the way it was staged um, for the for staging of the debate by the Democratic National Committee, I just say uh, kudos to them. Um, in terms of, of the Thursday night debate, I believe the clear winner was Kamala Harris. Uh, she was tough. She was articulate. She proved, I think, she could take on Donald Trump. She proved certainly she could take on Joe Biden. Um, I thought she had showed the most fire uh, without being angry uh, and without shouting. Uh, and I also, also thought she had the best line of the night when she just said when everybody at one point when everybody was talking over each other, you couldn't understand what anybody was saying. And she just broke in and said, hey, friends here, uh, Americans don't want a food fight. They want food on the table and just sort of shut everybody down. So what rating would you give her at a scale of one to 10, 10 being best? Uh, for tonight, I'd give her a 10 out of a 10. I don't think she could have done any better from from start to finish. I thought she uh, dominated the debate, and uh, I thought that was clear with the audience at home, and uh, was clear with the small audience <laughs> that I watched it with. And Joe Biden was the man with the most to lose, standing in the center of the stage with the highest polling averages. How did he do? You know, um, every um, Major League Baseball player um, has a bad night. I thought Joe Biden uh, has had a. Did, maybe not a bad night, but he certainly did not have a great night. I didn't even think he had a good night. He seemed to be off his game to me. Uh, again, didn't embarrass himself. 
Um, he fought back a couple of times, but I thought Kamala Harris definitely got the better of him on the exchange over his bragging about uh, the support of two um, known racist senators. By the way, I understand why he worked with them. I understand what he accomplished by working with them, extending the Voting Rights Act for 25 years. Uh, but I don't think Joe Biden made the point. Uh, I also thought he seemed um, it, it, he, he seemed kind of lost at a couple of points. The fact that twice he just stopped in mid-sentence and said, oh, my time is up. I mean, Jesus, this is a debate when you want to get every make every point and get every word in. Uh, and everybody else, it, they just talked over the moderator if, if they if necessary to finish their point. Uh, Joe Biden, again, you know, it looked lost. And I mean, is if he can't stand up to Chuck Todd, can he stand up to Donald Trump? So um, I think I think uh, Joe uh, actually hurt himself tonight. I wouldn't be su surprised to see him drop a little bit in the polls. And what rating would you give him for tonight? Probably a five. I think tough, but that's right. Yeah, that is tough, but and uh, again, didn't embarrass himself. But uh, NBC put like they did Wednesday night with Elizabeth Warren. They purposely staged Joe Biden right in the middle of the platform because they 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 saw him as a star, and they also designed the closing segments, the closing statements, just like they did with Elizabeth Warren to give Joe Biden the last word because they wanted to hit him out of hit it out of the park, and he did not. What about the man standing next to him, the other grandpa in the field, uh, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> well, you know, um, I was a big Bernie supporter in 2016. I still like Bernie. I like Bernie's ideas. Um, I, I thought that Bernie, uh, he he was certainly um, one of the major players tonight. Probably it'll show that he spoke as long as anybody else. But I think Bernie's problem is he's only got one gear, which is full speed angry, loud, shouting, and waving his arms. Uh, and I th I'm afraid that turns people off. Um, I never saw him smile once. I didn't see him even speak in a normal tone of voice once. Um, I thought he was very strong in the points he was making about um, the problems with the present system, with the private insurers. It's never going to work by leaving them in the game. Uh, but again, I think he may have turned some people off with the... Uh, um, just in your face shouting way that he makes his points. It's true that at a campaign rally, that's an effective style. Exactly. It may not be that effective on television. Right. right. So what would you give him as a rating? Um, probably, probably a little better than Joe Biden. Um, maybe six or seven. Okay. And the other person with a lot to gain or lose was the mayor, Pete Buttigieg. How did you think he did? Uh, he, I thought Pete Buttigieg did well. I, I think he needed a bigger boost. I, I, I think he needed, yeah, a bigger boost than he got out of tonight. Um, I thought he at times appeared a little wonky, uh, and maybe too wonky, and, um, uh, and too kind of flat in making his points and not showing uh, any emotion. Um, I expected him. I expected him to do better, uh, and um, and I think he needed to do better to to keep that. To, well, to regain the momentum that he had 
which he's sort of lost since he's been sidelined by this uh, shooting uh, of a white policeman of a black man in um, in South Bend, Indiana. Um, and so I thought he didn't get the boost tonight that he needed. And what would you I, give I'd him? I'd say, I know, uh, your next question, <laughs> I would say, um, I'd give him maybe a six. Mm-hmm. The other person who, other well-known person who needed a big night to break out from the pack is Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York. Did she get a boost? I do not believe that she got the boost that she needed. Um, she certainly, she certainly tried. You know, she was, uh, she was not shy. She jumped in several times, grabbed the microphone, uh, and, um, but I, I don't think she scored. I don't think she um, appeared as um, as informed on the issues or as aggressive and willing to fight on the issues and as tough on the issues as Kamala Harris, for example. And I think that was her challenge, is to show that she's the woman uh, of, of the women in the race, that she's the one that people ought to turn to rather than Kamala Harris. Uh, if that was Cam- uh, Kirsten Gillibrand's goal tonight, uh, she failed. Didn't, and so, didn't again, didn't embarrass herself, mm-hmm. didn't fall on her face. I'd give her a five probably as well. All right. Now we're going to go down to the, the undercard. <laughs> uh, we had uh, Senator Michael Bennett from Colorado. Well, you know, we can, we can deal with, I think, all of the undercards, maybe with one. Uh, God bless them all for being on stage, but... I don't think we'll see them. Maybe, maybe the second debate we won't see them after that. I would put in that category: uh, Michael Bennett and John Hickenlooper and Andrew Yang and Marianne Williamson. Um, I think it's time for them to uh, fold their tent. And what about Eric Swalwell? He was uh, he was playing the Bill De Blasio game tonight. Yes, Eric Swalwell played the Bill De Blasio game tonight. Um, I actually think he helped himself of all of the lesser candidates. I think he was the one who helped himself the most. Again, he jumped in. Uh, he he made it very clear that his one sole mess his his main message was, "I'm the youngest person up here. It's time to trust us. Get you old you old fogies, get out of the way, and and we're the generation that's going to solve all these problems." Um, whether you buy that or not, he made his point, and I thought he made it well. I thought his closing statement was good. Uh, he looks good. Um, I, I do not believe he's going to be the nominee, but I think he did well enough tonight that he'll uh, have a little staying power in this uh, Democratic primary. And so what rating would you give him? What number rating would you give him? Probably, but again, from where he started to where he is at the end of tonight's debate, I'd give him a, probably a six or a seven. Okay. All right, let's talk about uh, about... Looking at both nights, um, who do you think the overall winner was? Or who came out with the biggest boost between the two nights? Again, I believe it was Kamala Harris. I think last night, uh, the, uh, Wednesday night, as we talked, mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth Warren clearly, I think, dominated. Uh, she didn't do, as we said, as well as we ex- everybody expected. Um, but Kamala Harris definitely dominated uh, on Thursday night, I believe, uh, more than Elizabeth Warren did Wednesday night. So I, th- I think overall, of the 20 candidates in that format, um, she, she, she excelled. She, she, won, she won 
out of 20, she won both nights. And one of the things she was trying to prove, I think, was imagine me on stage debating Donald Trump. Yeah. And she used Joe Biden as the Trump stand-in. Right. And by the way, again, back to, we talked about this. Joe Biden should have known that was coming. Uh, it was, <laughs> he, he dealt with it for two weeks. He should have known it was coming. He should have been ready. He should have had a stronger answer, a stronger answer and it just should have jumped up, jumped on it. Uh, instead, I thought he floundered in, in responding to that. Lastly, the moderators over the two nights uh, and NBC's production of the uh, debates. What was your reaction or about those? Uh, I have to tell you, uh, I was unimpressed um, by the NBC team uh, both nights. Um, I thought they, um, first of all, there's so many, <laughs> not to mention the Mike snafu, it could happen to anybody, but NBC certainly should 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 be ashamed, and and uh, I think some heads are going to roll because of that on the first night. But overall, I thought they lost control, uh, particularly on Thursday night. Uh, several times, they just totally lost control of the uh, of the situation. Uh, they it, they were letting everybody talk at one time. Nobody could tell what anybody was saying. Uh, they also, I thought, played favorites. Um, um, one time with Kamala Harris, they said, we'll give you 30 seconds. She took probably three minutes, and they didn't interrupt her. And then someone like in the first night, John Delaney would try to speak, and they just cut him off. Three times they cut him off. Um, they certainly played favors with Elizabeth Warren the first night. I think they played favors with Kamala Harris uh, the, the, the second night. Um, and then I thought questioning, there was almost nothing on foreign policy, uh, except at the very end on the second night. Um, they, they, they put the healthcare thing over and over and over and kept, it got very, very repetitive. Um, I thought it was also, and I, I have to fought Chuck Todd for this silly game of, uh, okay, give me an answer in one word or two words at the most. I mean, even, even just raising that thing, I thought was silly and, uh, and, and, um, and, and, and kind of wasted everybody's time. So. Uh, I, I was. I, I don't think it was a, uh, a. I don't think either night um, was a good night for uh, NBC, MSNBC, and Telemundo. I want to remind everyone that later on Friday, the Bill Press Pod will release a tremendous interview that Bill you did with a former Under Secretary of State Wendy Sherman on the state of foreign policy or the lack of foreign policy in the Trump administration, our situation in the world, what's happening in Iran, North Korea, Venezuela, Cuba. Uh, yeah, let me just say, if you want to know how dangerous the world is today because of Donald Trump's foreign policy or lack of foreign policy, uh, from one end of the world to the other, listen to this interview with Wendy Sherman. She really, she, she knows her stuff. She's a tremendous uh, leader in foreign policy. She's the woman who put together the Iran nuclear deal. And boy, she really, she really cuts Donald Trump to shreds in this interview. Uh, very, very strong. And uh, so listen up a little bit later to the Bill Press Pot with Wendy Sherman. All right. And that's it for this special edition of the Bill Press Pod. The first Democratic debate, it is over. Both nights are over. But... Um, 
we'll get back to our regular podcast again uh, later today with uh, Wendy Sherman, former Undersecretary of State for President Obama. Uh, and then we'll be back with some special pods for the second Democratic debate from Detroit, uh, the end of July. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the debates as much as we did. And we'll see you on the next edition of the Bill Press Pod. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.